Welcome to the Main Break, the Standards Weekly Footy Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Main Break. I'm Nick Ansell. I'm here with Brian Allen. Uh, we're in the office at the moment, Brian, which mm-hmm. is a bit of a change. We have uh, Sean Hardiman, one of our other colleagues, and Ken Radley on the line. How are you guys? Great. Well, yeah, it's great to have you, Ken. It's Brian here. Um, yeah, obviously, we've, uh, I had a chat to you myself last week, and, and you, uh, you know, uh, a coordinator of the junior football there at Warrnambool, and I, I know you're also in, involved with the women's and youth women's. What, what, can you just explain exactly your roles at the, at the Warrnambool Blues? Yeah, so I'm, I act as the development coordinator at, at the club, mainly with the juniors. Um, we've got a bottom-up approach, so right through from our Oz kids through to our um, senior women's, which currently sit under that, that development banner. Um, I just sort of uh, make sure that that all ticks along um, and that we get a, yeah, as many juniors sort of involved in, in football as possible. Great. And, um, yeah, it's a very topical week that we've got you on, given there's been some updates on junior sport and also... Um, uh, the women's and uh, girls' footy. So uh, Nick, Nick's been on top of that this week, so uh, I just want to give him the chance to, to bring us up to speed. And, and what's the latest, Nick, on uh, football and netball and uh, women's football in the area? Yeah, it's been a pretty eventful week, Brian. Uh, basically, what's occurred last week was the Hamden League decided to cancel its senior uh, football and netball seasons due to the sort of repercussions of the COVID-19 pandemic. But... I guess the positive, and there, there aren't many positives to come out of something like that, but one of the positives is that um, they certainly left the door open for junior footy and, um, and, and women's footy, which I know isn't directly linked to the Hamden League, but uh, they left the door open for that to return, which is, um, I guess, giving clubs something to look forward to and something to prepare for in the, in the interim. So um, there's a meeting, the Hamden League expects to meet within the next week, basically to iron out their plans um, in regards to junior football and we can work out you know what that looks like whether it's a, a nine round season whether it's a ten round season plus finals we're not really sure as of yet but they'll they'll line all that out and of course the the women of the women's football um western victoria uh, female football league has set a uh a, a date for a meeting to decide where they go um around the district the same time as the district league is set to make a decision so um some positive developments there. I, th- I know Tim Tim Mason, the Hamden League president, was very uh, optimistic about junior footy and and where that could could go. So um, I guess yeah, there's for the first time in probably a long time, there's some positives there for footy. So um, yeah, all, all looking pretty pretty good at the moment. Great, thanks for that update, Nick. And and Ken, uh, having spoken to you last week, we had a bit of a chat about what you think juniors could look like if it goes ahead in the Hamden League. But uh, on Sunday, there was the uh, significant update about junior sport being allowed to come back from June 22nd. Could you explain to me um, how you feel the juniors could look if uh, if the uh, season was to go ahead for the Hamden League? Well, I certainly agree with Nick that... um there's huge potential for a nine or ten round season, and like I said last week, with plus or, or minus um, finals, and, and finals is probably just a bonus and gives your players the chance that, that make it to just to extend their season and, and develop their skills further. But um, I, I really think um, with the with the crowds, we might see that the restrictions ease to the point that uh, as long as social distancing sort of rules apply. Um, that, that we can still have reasonable numbers of junior games. Um, 
I also mentioned that like one of the things that the NAB League brought into was that you basically, um, as a parent, stayed and watched your child for that game only. And then within 15 minutes of the start of the next game, you had to uh, pick up your child um, outside the rooms and then um, leave the ground. So, look, that's a possibility if, if um, social distancing restrictions and numbers don't change. But um, I really hope that, um, you know, say by the time mid to late July comes around, that we can have significant numbers at, at junior footy again. Absolutely. It's, I know one of the things that, that Matt O'Brien uh, has always spoken about, Ken, is, um, you know, junior footy isn't necessarily, the purpose of it isn't just to, to feed, you know, your senior team down the track in the future. It's got so many different purposes and benefits and, and everything like that. In, in your mind, Ken, why is it important for, uh, you know, for juniors to get back out there and have a kick this season? social-emotional um, sort of aspect of it that, you know, we, we do like friendship groups, we like teams, we like working, generally like working together in pursuits and, and that ability to, you know, to work as a group is really important for young people mm-hmm. and to develop, you know, those, like those to, you know, communication, um, you know, sort of uh, skills as well. And, and also, um, obviously, there's the physical benefits of exercise as well. But we know then, you know, flows on to good mental health. So, um, you know, the... The reason that, you know, we really feel that the footy should come back is for largely for those reasons. Um, and that's why we said, like, finals really doesn't matter. It's about um, the, the football community, of which young people are a part, really feel that they belong mm. and, uh, you know, and, and can get back sort of working as a group, you know, and enjoying themselves. And that's, you know, the main reason that juniors play footy is out of enjoyment. There's no big pay packet for junior footy or none. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know you guys have a pretty, pretty, um, you know, well-oiled ship in terms of your junior program at at the footy club. Um, as as the uptake, I guess, is the attitude optimistic from some of your other junior coaches? Are they looking forward to potentially getting back into it and and sort of, um, yeah, jumping back into action? Oh, definitely. We all sort of, um, you know, we meet regularly as a as a club, and all the coaches from juniors right through to the seniors are on the, the same page, and um, we're really glad. Absolutely. I know you mentioned before you guys have a have a top down system as well. Do you um at at Warnable is the are the links sort of um I mean are the junior coaches in communication with seniors and vice versa? Do you like to have a pretty open channel in terms of that? Yeah, we do. We're, we're very lucky that uh, one of our ambassadors at the junior footy um, program is Daniel O'Keefe, who's a development coach at Carlton, and he comes down at the start of every season and, and gets all the coaches from Auskick right through the seniors and he, he talks about sort of what the current trends are, how that might be applied in junior football. Mm. And so everyone walks away from those sort of meetings. We were com- with hearing a common story and, and then we adapt it to, um, you know, the age group that we're working with. So we're, we're very lucky in that respect and that um, our meetings aren't segregated between seniors and juniors. It's, uh, our coaches' meetings are all our football coaches, which is, uh, you know, I don't know whether it's unique or not, but it, it's quite pleasing from a development point of view that you know, the, the under 14 coach is hearing what the 16 is, you know, and then what Matt's saying. So we're quite lucky. Absolutely. Have you got the juniors back training yet, Ken, in, in the football yeah, and netball yeah, and women's? The senior women's um, on Monday night and the youth girls Monday night. 18s 
say, and we've got our under 16s tonight. Uh, we've got under 10s, 12s, and 14 sort of over the weekend. So uh, once restrictions ease on numbers on the ground, we'll try and get them all back, you know, a few nights a week. Just so the 12s mixed with the 14s, and 16s. Uh, yeah, so we've got them all just coming back this week. Hmm. Can you see any potential for mentoring from some of your senior players? Like you've got a, many guns, uh, gun players, uh, obviously Jai Turland and um, Darren Ewing is still going to be there for a while. Can you see them coming yeah, down to help out the juniors? Well, Phelps out with our odds kick, so we're hoping before he heads back to Northern Territory that he'll do that again. And um, John's um, going to work with our under-16s as well. And obviously we've got Dan Waymouth, our under-18 coach, and Timmy Hunt's been invaluable as the Rebels uh, under-16 coach, and he sort of moves between the 16s, 18s and seniors. So it's a bit thing about, you know, their development as well. Um, we're really lucky with our last kick that our players turn up um, regularly on a Friday night and help. Uh, Luke Cody, um, one of our forwards, uh, he coordinates that. So we've got a lot of great buy-in from our senior players, and that's testament to Matt O'Brien too, who really pushes that we're one club. Um, and that, you know, the two o'clock team that run out or normally run out on a Saturday aren't sort of a lease or exclusive to the whole club. Absolutely. I think with um, one of the things, when I spoke to Tim Mason the other day, he was um, pretty optimistic and hopeful the under-18s, under-18 and a half, I should say, um, you know, could be a bit of a could be a bit of a showcase for the league there. Do you think um, it'd be it'd be good for some of those boys to get some... I know that they get decent crowds and there's a bit of interest around that comp, but um, would it be good for some of those boys to, I guess, have a bit of a taste, you know, be in the spotlight a little bit and, and have a bit of that interest around them for, for a season before they head up into, into the senior grades, Ken? Uh, definitely, and it might keep them at, at, at your club as well. There's sometimes a bit of a shift between 18s and seniors and it's great but if they're playing later in the day and there's a few more people watching, it becomes, you know, the, the marquee game of the day. And, um, you know, certainly, um, you know, it's good to showcase sort of your development as a club and development as individuals as well. So um, I'm really looking forward to that if they all play on the same day. And we'd also hope that our youth girls would uh, have opportunity to play later in the day or at times play on the same, you know, day and ground as our, our junior boys. Yeah, speaking of, of your women's side, um, Ken, obviously you've got a, a, a new coach uh, down there that was announced uh, last week in, in Claire Tilly. Um, what's your thoughts on her and, then, um, and what sort of impact has she brought to the club in a short time? Oh, look, Claire's an absolute ripper um, of a, a young lady. She's very passionate. Um, she's worked with um, women's football before, starting clubs from the ground up and being part of part of that so we're really really lucky that she landed on our doorstep literally coming down from Cairns uh, and uh, you know, far north Queensland so um, her partner Corey Rounds um, you know we're hopeful that he might help out with the youth women's as well and uh, she's really keen to develop a side a senior women's side this year um, we're not sure if we'll play as yet but definitely you know build that group of young women to uh, you know to play definitely into next next season but certainly um, gelled, you know, um, our senior women's together, you know, in, in our development years. So we're, we're just so lucky to have someone like her, you know, come along. Yeah, and what does it sort of mean to the club to be able to sort of step into that um, area of football? Obviously, it's one of the, the biggest growing uh, places in, in uh, football nowadays. Is it, is it a, a good step forward for the club to be able to sort of jump into that area? 
Um, it, it definitely is. It, it's, we've been sort of cautious with it, but we've developed our, our youth girls over three years. And we're getting to that point where we're now getting that transition of girls finishing uh, youth girls and are now eligible for, for senior women. So we sort of had to build um, our, our girls up to be able to sort of get numbers. Um, there's probably a, a maximum number of teams that this town can sustain. And obviously we've had great support from... Um, South Warrnambool that were very well established and old collegians were trying to establish themselves to make sure we all work together to make sure that um, you know that each club can, if they can get a senior women's or Southwards have, um, just keep um, establishing and developing you know, that area of, of football. But uh, as a football club, I don't think we can sit still and um, you know and, and, and not promote you know women's footy when there's a strong interest. Yeah, and obviously uh, yesterday, uh, Brendan O'Rourke was saying about how netballers are welcome to join um, South Warrnambool senior ranks and join women's football. Do, do you feel that's the same with Warrnambool? Do you feel some of your netballers will be able to sort of transition into playing football and just even having a go and, and sort of helping the girls? Yeah, well, well, well certainly if, um, if there's not going to be a season, there's opportunity to at least train and sort of diversify you know, sort of, um, their skill set. Um, we, earlier in the year, we had the likes of Amy Wormel to sort of train and see that natural crossover with her netball basketball skills and you know she was naturally picked up sort of some free skills fairly quickly so we encourage you know some senior netballers to, to give it a try and um, you know see um how you know how, how enjoyable it can be and that their, their netball skills uh, do have some transfer across yeah and then um the meeting there's a meeting next tuesday night in terms of the the western victoria female football league season um what's the club stance at at this point in time? Uh, look, at this point in time, we're really keen to continue to develop our youth girls and if the season develops that we would participate in that. Um, we feel since the um, COVID-19 restrictions, our senior women's push to start this year has been sort of thwarted a bit. So we'll probably go back and just develop the squad this year with an aim to play next year. But, you know, that's not to say if, if you know, we get enough numbers through the door and there's potential that we look at it. But at this stage, again, we're sort of pretty cautious and we like to develop our core and, and establish a group that can go into 2021 as we're ready to play. Uh, yeah, Ken, just um, while we have you, uh, yeah, you're obviously heavily involved with the club. Can you tell us a bit about your background at Warrnambool and how you came into these roles? And Ken, um, yeah, just you're a popular figure, and just out of off- our office, we heard you nickname Boo. Um, could you give us the backstory to that nickname? Oh, look, I'll, I'll give you a very short, short <laughs> version. There's a, uh, a book called The Killer Mockingbird, and one of the characters is called Boo Radley. And um, yeah, just back in the day, one of uh, my mates called me that, and it stuck. So 
Um, most people in Warrnambool know me as Boo. Um, I think it's only my mother and a few others who know me as Ken. So, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps we've been a little too formal then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll know that for the future, mate. <laughs> well, um, look, thanks so much for joining us, uh, Ken, or Boosh, I should say. But no, really appreciate your time. And um, yeah, good to get your thoughts and have a bit of a chat. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Let's hope we get it on the park.